السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولا قال رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم زدنا علما All praise and thanks is due to Allah Azza wa Jal Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayh Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends And upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time Continuing with our etiquettes on dua And this is point number five To send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayh So when you make dua, you start, you praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And then you send salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The Prophet peace be upon him, he said That every dua is kept back until you send blessings upon me And this hadith is found in Al-Awsat of Imam Al-Tabarani rahimallahu and sending salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a benefit for us. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned and he says Man salla alayya salatan sallallahu alayhi biha ashra That whomsoever sends a salutation upon me Allah azza wa jal sends ten salutations back upon that person. The next important point etiquette with regards to dua is facing towards the qibla. Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu anhi said that on the day of Badr, meaning the battle of Badr, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he looked at the mushrikun who were 1000 strong and his companions numbered to 319. Then the Prophet peace be upon him, he turned and he faced the qibla. He stretched forth his hands and started to cry out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So from this we take that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at times you would face the qibla. So of the benefits of your dua getting accepted, try always to face the qibla and also try to be in a state of hudu. Number seven, to raise one's hands. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned and he said that your Lord, may he be blessed and exalted, is kind and most generous, and he is too kind to let his slave, if he raises his hands to him, to bring them back empty. This hadith is found in the Sahihah, or Sunan of Imam Abi Dawood rahimallahu ta'ala. So here we see that we should always try to lift up our hands when we make dua. In the previous hadith, the Prophet wasallam he would lift up his hands to the sama so high that some hadith speaks about that they could see the white of the Prophet wasallam's armpits. Other narration says that his upper garment, his rida, almost like what we wear when we go for umrah or hajj, that this actually fell off from how high the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam raised his hands. Number eight, that we need to have 
faith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond to my dua. And we need to be focused on this dua. Our mind needs to be present when we make this dua. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions and he says that call upon Allah when you are certain of a response and remember that Allah will not answer a dua that comes from a negligent and heedless heart. So never for a moment doubt that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to accept my dua. When you make dua, make be certain be 100%, 200% sure that Allah Azza wa Jal is definitely going to accept my dua. It might not happen now, but it's going to happen. And this is husnul billah. This is to have good thoughts with Allah or with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Point number nine, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frequently. If you want something, right, a child, look at a child. He asks his parents, can I have something? Whether it's a toy, whether it's food, whatever. And maybe there's no response or the response is in a negative. He will keep on asking, he will keep on asking, he will keep on asking. So when you make dua, Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't be hasty for your response, but beg and cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Never stop making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He should also be firm in his dua, as we mentioned. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, no one should, none of you should say, Oh Allah, forgive me if you wish. Oh Allah, have mercy on me if you wish. He should be firm in his asking for Allah cannot be compelled. And this is why it is important that when we make dua as well, we do not say, Insha'Allah, Ameen. We just say, Ameen, Oh Allah, accept. When you make dua, then make dua with humility, make dua with hope, and make dua with fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ud'u rabbakum tadarru'an wa khufya. Invoke your Lord. Call upon your Lord. Don't call upon others. So call upon your Lord with humility and in secret. No one needs to know what du'as I'm making. No one needs to know, ah, mashallah, what a great person is making du'a for an hour, for two hours. No. This is between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in Surah Al-Anbiya, إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يُسَارِعُونَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ That indeed they used to hasten and to do good deeds. وَيَدْعُونَنَا And they used to call upon us, they used to make dua to Allah. رَغَبًا With hope. وَرَهَبَ And fear. وَكَانُوا لَنَا خَاشِعِينَ 
and they used to humble themselves before us. This was the Anbiya. And we follow the Anbiya. So when we make dua, we humble ourselves. We are just but mere slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, they are a bit more etiquettes of dua, but inshallah this suffices us bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us during this month of Ramadan. This is a month where we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He forgives and grants Jannah to those that have passed away, that He cures those that are sick, and that He puts sabr in our hearts if we are going through any difficulty. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa astawfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.